Hi there, and welcome to Naturally Recovering Autism. I am your host, Karen Thomas, and I want to thank you so much for being here today and being a proactive parent and getting the resources that you need to help your child lead their most fulfilling and productive life. And this is about them being happy and healthy. I was once told that my own son could not recover from his symptoms of autism and that we should drug him and try behavioral therapies. And that was, be, that was it. We would just be managing his symptoms the rest of his life. But fortunately, my background of now 30 years as a craniosacral therapist studying the brain, let me know that the brain can and does heal. And it's a scientific fact. But at the time, I didn't know that much about autism. So I began my own quest as you're doing now, getting the research, doing the research and figuring out what was going to work to help my child be able to sleep better, focus better, uh, be able to be more calm and relaxed and, and just live a happy life and, and uh, feeling comfortable with friends. And it's take, it took me a decade, but I figured it out. And today my son is no longer even diagnosable with autism. He has just graduated college. He's healthy, happy. He's a calm, easygoing, relaxed guy. He's really fun. He's just wonderful. And again, he's brilliant, as is your child. These kids, your child deserves the opportunity to be the best of who they are. And they may keep their autism diagnosis, and that's absolutely fine. What we don't want them to keep are the stomach aches, the immune system issues, the, the trouble speaking, we want them to be able to speak and live, uh, live happy lives, be able to communicate well, make friends, be able to sleep through the night, be able to be calm and relaxed. Because I'd like to tell you right off that your child is not an angry or aggressive person. It's that their, their brain is so toxic and inflamed that it creates these behaviors and they cannot function the, the, the properly, and it's, it's causing them havoc inside. It's uncomfortable. Nobody wants to live that way. And so here I'm sharing the resources with you that helped to recover my own son from autism, and that I've shared with now hundreds of people worldwide. Uh, in my membership program, I actually have, it's over 40, in over 40 countries now. And that is showing how much of a need there is worldwide. And for you to be able to know how to do this properly and edu be an educated parent so that you're understanding what your child needs and how to do it. And to help you in that process, I'm really excited. I'm gonna to wanna to make 2021 great right off the bat. And I am offering a free, three-hour masterclass on autism recovery, and it will be on January 9th, 2021. You're gonna, you can go ahead and register, register for it now if you like, and we will send you reminders as it gets closer. Uh, the link to it is naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash masterclass, all one word. And I will link to that also in today's show notes, which will be at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 108. And in case you're driving or you're out on your morning walk or your morning run, you can just remember 108 and, uh, and the show notes will have links to the things that I discussed today. Last week, we talked about liver support during detoxification. And this again is very, very important. And I wanted to elaborate on that a little bit in today's episode because we talked about uh, you know, the liver often being congested at birth for children with autism. They're exposed to any of the toxins in the mother's body and any toxins mom's exposed to uh, while she's pregnant 
Also, uh, more and more studies are finding that sperm uh, is coming from the father, is, is coming in with toxic load, uh, showing it, things like aluminum in the sperm. So our children have aluminum toxicity. These, neurotox, these are neurotoxic and very dangerous. And the liver has to process all of these toxins out of the body. So even the infant, even the fetus is already having a toxic load on its liver. And so the, this affects multiple systems of the body, including the brain, and they can become quite ill, but they're also born with more susceptibilities. So anything, viruses, bacteria, and fungi, also undigested food and all the waste are being used in their system. Their liver is trying to remove it, but it can't move, remove it fast enough when it's congested. It damages cells and there's a lot of waste material in the, in the body. And then these excess toxins also congest the lymphatic glands, which are helping to remove more cellular waste from the system, and especially out of the cells. We don't want those cells like brain cells to be toxic, obviously. Then we're going back to all of the symptoms that I just mentioned coming from these, these health-related issues in the body. And this is why I call it autism recovery because the definition of recovery literally in the dictionary is to regain health. And if we can remove the toxins and the inflammation from our child's body so that their body can function naturally as it was meant to be and function healthy, to be healthy and at optimum, then they, their brain can function properly because it doesn't have all of this toxic overload and inflammation in the way. And there is a process to know about, you know, there are a lot of things, but of course I mentioned too, diet is one of the first things that you want to be able to do. You know, the liver and lymphatic systems, are, they have to be able to feed the nutrients to the cells and their debris, but they have to be able to the body has to be able to absorb nutrients. And this is very limited in children with autism as well. And so what that means is their brain is not getting the proper nutrition it needs. So very important, the first thing to do is to uh, change your child's diet and make sure you're eliminating the foods that are feeding the candida overgrowth. And I mentioned this in last week's episode that you can go back and look at this, but the overcrowded bad bacteria in the gut again, crowds out the good bacteria. That good bacteria in our gut is crucial for our immune system health. And 80% of the immune system comes from the gut. So we've got to make sure the gut's working properly. And all of this has to do with liver and detoxification and the liver being able to process out all of these toxins so they don't get into the cells and cause all of these problems. So again, you can start with my first, the first thing to do is very slowly, because it is a process, your child be, will be addicted to many of these foods. But if you go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods, just the number seven and foods together, you can get my, my free download of the top seven foods to eliminate and from your child's diet. And again, very slowly eliminating them because they are going to be addicted to them and it will be a, a, a bit of a challenge in the beginning for, for you. So that's why I say, don't just cut them all off the first day, just very slowly start eliminating from them from their diet and, um, and having them eat, of course, organic foods as well. But um, if you start eliminating, eliminating the, the top, those top seven foods on that list, 
at least it can give you a, a beginning start to help the body not have to process so many extra toxins that it's getting right now. So I wanted to talk today a little bit about phase one and phase two of liver detoxification. So here we're doing a deep dive. We're getting a little bit further into the education of how the systems work further. I've talked about in the last episode, especially we went into all the liver detoxification, how it works, why it's so backed up, the danger to the system. But I want you to know too about these two different phases of liver detoxification. They're known as and referred to as phase one and phase two, because phase many times a supplement or something you're doing will only affect phase one release of toxins. And if phase two is not supported, then it things aren't going to be as efficient or effective. And you you want to make sure that you're doing the most effective work that you can with your child. That doesn't mean going faster at all. In fact, as, as you hear me always say, slow is good. Slow is really good. Um, in fact, it's what I promote constantly to members of my membership program here. We call it daily. Slow. Slow is slow means you go fast. So go slow to go fast because you don't want your child to back up with so many toxins that they have all of these die-off reactions. They get sick. They have behavioral outbursts. It's it's hard for, on them and it's hard on you as the parent to have to work with it. So slow is a good thing. Phase one liver detoxification. It burns toxins with oxygen and enzymes, and it breaks down raw materials. So after this takes place. It, the extremely toxic compound, which is called benzene, is formed. And in order to detoxify benzene and complete the full detoxification process, the phase two enzymes are needed. Now, phase two can become disrupted if there's a poor diet, especially one containing too many of the bad fats, such as corn, safflower, sunflower, peanut oil, canola oil, soybean oils, a deficiency in the body's master antioxidant glutathione, which is really common in our kids. Our bodies can't make it efficiently enough if we don't have the right nutrients in there. Toxins from medications and pesticides, heavy metals, all of these are particularly damaging to liver enzymes. And that's where we come in with our detoxification and why it needs to be done so slowly. It's important that high fructose corn syrup and sugars also create an imbalance in blood sugar, which can also be really harmful to the liver. So it's important to keep your blood sugar under control. And that's why, again, we're removing processed carbohydrates and all these inflammatory and sugar-filled foods because they really affect in a negative way the blood sugar levels. And we want to keep those balanced with more proteins and good healthy fats like coconut oil, olive oil, uh, again, organic ones, right? Um, things like that, that are important for the system. And of course, I, a couple episodes back, and you can look back to it. Um, I did, did an episode on good fats versus bad fats so that you can help to understand why um, the differences are between the two and how the bad fats um, really negate the abilities, body, the body's ability to uh, absorb nutrients as well. So really important there and how they can make your child feel 
uh, nauseous, or you might even notice if you get real nauseous after you eat, that's a gallbladder issue. And there are some natural things that you can do, but you just don't want to be overloading your child, even with the good fats, too quickly because their body needs to be able to process them. So slow, again, is good. It's about quantity. Just remember everything in moderation. But when you have a child with autism, it's even more so. You're even going on to the extreme sensitive side. So less is always best. In phase two of liver detoxification, the oxidized chemicals are combined with sulfur, organic acids, and amino acids. So protein builds the necessary amino acid, cysteine, and methionine. This builds sulfur for phase two of liver detoxification. And I will link in the show notes to an interview I did with Stephanie Seneff, uh, Dr. Stephanie Seneff, who is an MIT professor, she is wonderful and she is just a wealth of knowledge. And we did an entire episode on, on the sulfation process because our kids, uh, again, it's a detoxification process, but it often gets backed up. And I would like you to know more about that as well. So cysteine and methionine build the additional necessary amino acid taurine. N-acetylcysteine, you might've heard of NAC, it carries a sulfhydryl group, which binds to toxins. I'm wrapping this all up uh, in more layman's terms, so stay with me. The master antioxidant glutathione is made in the liver from N-acetylcysteine, from NAC. So you wanna have enough of it, but you wanna be careful, not too much because it can start overloading detoxification. You can get some uh, extreme candida die off from it too. People ask me about that and parents and I, Again, you want to uh, just be careful of any quantities. Along with these necessary steps, there's healthy methylation and sulfation pathways that are crucial for proper phase two detoxification. And this is where things often get backed up. If this does not carry out correctly, the liver can become congested and the oxidized chemicals cannot be excreted via the bile or the urine. So then again, they're backing up, they're not released from the body, they get into the bloodstream, they affect the immune system, they're backing up the lymphatic system, which again detoxifies the, the cells or where the cell uh, detoxification drains from, is affects all the digestive ability, their skin and respiratory system may become uh, very toxic, you might notice rashes, they might have more uh, behavioral problems. So it's important to know all of this excretion is taking place via urine and feces and we also uh, detoxify through our skin so that's why you see a lot of skin rashes sometimes while you're detoxifying and it's crucial that the bowel is in good health so that these toxins do not get absorbed into the body now i've done an episode on constipation in the past because it is very important to keep the bowels moving the longer that a stool sits in the bowel walls the longer the, the absorption of that, those toxins that are in that stool can be reabsorbed into the bowel wall. So it's really important to keep things moving. You can, you know, of course, I, I like aloe uh, vera leaf. Uh, it's helped to move things through. If your child is willing for an enema, and I've done episodes in the past on that. And you, you know, of course, fiber and roughage from, you know, leafy greens vegetables is good, but you also want to be sure that you're not overloading them with fiber. It's a kind of an opposite thing that you, you would think with fiber is 
it does move things through and bind, but if your child is constipated, it can cause even more issues. It can cause them to become more bound up. So uh, again, it's a, a process of helping to make sure things are moving through and using small quantities. Vitamin C and magnesium both also get the, uh, the bowels moving. If there is a sulfation issue, a problem with the sulfation pathway, sometimes magnesium, which is very, very needed and we're very deficient in it. And it, it's responsible for over a hundred enzymatic reactions in the body. But if sulfation system is, the sulfation system is backed up, you magne, when you give magnesium, and this is sort of one way to test it even, is you have to give magnesium to your child or give them an Epsom salts bath, two things that would normally calm your child. Like I take magnesium at night before bed. It's very calming, it relaxes the muscles. When your sulfation, your sulfation pathways are backed up, the magnesium or Epsom salts baths, which are the same type of thing, will cause hyperactivity. You'll get the opposite effect of what you would if those sulfation pathways were working well. So again, starting out with a tiny bit of magnesium to give them, give your child is one way to help, help give them that vital mineral, but also a very, very, very small quantity. Because if, uh, if, you, notice, if, they, if you notice it calms them and they do well on it, great. But if they go into the hyperactivity mode, you know that their system isn't ready for it and they've got sulfation issues that need to be worked with, which basically means going through the entire process that I will be teaching you in the master class on January 9th. But basically we're running through, you know, first you've got to support detoxification pathways with toxin binders to help the liver support getting some of those toxins out of the body because the body can't process it fast enough on its own. You're helping with other forms of other supplements that will help naturally and safely and gently to detoxify. And you're moving through this process very slowly. Also know, I'll just gonna do a little side caveat here for just a second, because we'll cover it in the masterclass on January 9th. But if your child has Lyme disease or the mold biotoxin issue, uh, or strep, strep can be carried in the gut. These are the co-infections. We'll be talking about them in the master class. It is so, so common that children on the autism spectrum have these co-infections, and it is often why a child will plateau in the recovery process, and why you might be even have might already have your child on on a good diet and organic, and be doing all of these things, and you're thinking, but they're just not getting better, and their gut isn't improving. It's because uh, these things, especially Lyme and mold, really, really do damage to the gut. So they have to be worked with properly. So we'll we'll be going into that uh, in the masterclass again. Make sure you sign up, please. NaturallyRecoveringAutism.com forward slash masterclass. And uh, we'll send you some reminders uh, as it gets closer so you don't forget. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I really want to jump into 2021 with, uh, you know, both feet moving forward, a very positive twist on it. We're moving out of 2020 and it's behind us now. So let's just think about where we're at now and how we can move forward positively, right? So all of these things, vitamin C, magnesium, they're helping with getting the bowel movement as well, um, minimizing the foods that bind so you don't have more constipation issues. I'm a big, big preacher of pure water systems. And um, I can even link to the Aqua Pure uh, uh, filtration system in the show notes that I is one of the highest 
ones I can recommend for its effectiveness in taking out things like heavy metals, glyphosate, all of these toxins from our water. Water is not pure at, from the tap. You, you're, there's a lot of toxins and more problems that are causing, uh, being caused for our kids. So we wanna eliminate any toxic overload. Again, environmental toxins are so, so huge. Um, so again, we're uh, eliminating binding foods, gluten, cheese, red meat can be very binding as well. Now, I just want to end with a little tiny bit on the sulfation and methylation pathways because I mentioned them already in this episode, and I will link to other episodes where I've done them in gone into them in detail, interviewed experts. Um, but it's just important, again, for you as a parent to be educated. You are the one in charge of your child's body. You are the one with them that spends the most time with them. You're, you're there 24-7. You're the one who is seeing them. My son used to wake up at 2 a.m. screaming in stomach pain, and I didn't know it was wrong. And it's frightening as a parent. So the more educated you are, the more knowledgeable you are, the more you can know what to do. And, you know, that you don't feel like you're lost or alone anymore. And then you have, you know, the resources and, uh, and I hope to, to be able to offer you the support as well. So sulfation and sulfur metabolism and methylation are all important parts of the detoxification pathway and are all affected by a weak liver. So again, backing up, if these proteins, which contain sulfites, which turn into sulfates in the body, we need sulfates to assist detoxification. They also help reduce inflammation. They help make stomach acid and digestive enzymes. And all of these things are so important. So a lack of ability to properly digest proteins causes the body to become low in sulfates. This is really common in children with autism. And this combined with a weak liver make it difficult for the body to properly digest and eliminate many chemicals, including those in foods. I want you to be aware of genetically modified foods, they are known to affect sulfur metabolism. Okay, so that's really important. You want to make sure the foods that you're eating with, that's, you know, of course, square one of all of this entire process. Again, back to that seven foods guide I will link to in the show notes. Uh, please download, download that free PDF I offer you. Read it. Learn more about why. I don't just give you a list of those foods. I help you understand, give you some education, understanding why. And um, that's what I'm here to do is help educate you because if you have more understanding about why, sometimes it becomes easier to understand, not only understand it, but then to do it. So you'll actually want to take action. Um, the enzymes, there are enzymes that break these things down. It's too many sulfites can be dangerous to the health. And so the too little sulfates also lead to damage of the nervous system, vision problems, and chronic illness. So again, we're back to genetic abnormalities. This enzyme can commonly be uh, affected in an improperly working digestive system is very, very common to be low in sulfates. So you can, you know, things like the mineral molybdenum and vitamin B2, which is riboflavin, can be really helpful there too. And both are really commonly deficient in children with autism. And they can be taken in supplement for forms. Um, in fact, uh, along with binders, uh, micro and macro minerals are two of the first things we start with in my membership program because I want the parents to have their child, their children's body, your child needs to have their systems supported. So the binders are going to help support the liver 
and uh, the, the minerals will help support the detoxification pathways as well as supporting the lack of those minerals for what they need to do and the, the processes in the body that they need to, um, they need to support and, and uh, carry out. So all of these things are very, very important. Again, our kids are often have, uh, have uh, weakened uh, uh, detoxification systems, poor detoxification. It's just as a very common in children with autism. They have had a toxic load, whether they may have started getting some of it in utero, then after they were born, maybe they had some toxic exposure. Um, vaccinations have viruses and heavy metals in them, and they can definitely be a, a contributor. Uh, we have uh, foods that are genetically modified, filled with pesticides, inflammatory that we don't even realize uh, that uh, you might think it's a healthy food and, and later on learn it's not and it's causing your child some issues. So again, download that seven foods guide. Um, make sure you sign up for the masterclass January 9th. I'm really excited to helping you and, and doing that with you. We will definitely have some Q&A time uh, so that you can ask some questions along the way. We'll do some Q&A in the middle of the, uh, the class and then again some at the end because I know that you'll have questions that come up and I want to be able to answer them for you because I think it's so important to be able to get your questions answered and have the support you need on this journey because it is a challenging journey. It can be and I want to help make it uh, easier and feel have you feel more confident in what you're doing and more relaxed and feel like you understand you're not alone anymore and that there are solutions to your child, uh, your child's uh, health and behavioral issues that you, as your as the parent, you are capable of taking control of and getting the, the best results possible for them. So, uh, again, all show notes from today and including the link to the masterclass and the seven foods guide, again, in case you're out on your morning run or you're driving your car, the show notes today will be at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 108. Thanks for being here with us today. Appreciate you. Appreciate what you're doing for your child and have a great week. And I look forward to seeing you next time.